Welcome to the Be That Healing Girl podcast. And this very first episode is all about when he hasn't texted, now what? All right. And I'm going to give you five questions that you can literally go through step by step and ask yourself that'll help you to feel less icky when you're in the situation. So make sure to listen to the whole thing. And towards the end, you'll want to stick around because I'm going to spill the tea on a technique that I used when I was first dating my then boyfriend, now husband, to really help me get through this part when we were in this beginning phase of dating. So if you are not familiar with me, my name is Claire. I'm your host. And I'm really passionate about this because I love working, coaching one-on-one, and in my programs, serving high achievers. You might be a perfectionist. A lot of the girlies that I work with have letters behind their name, or maybe they didn't go to college and they have successful businesses, and they are successful everywhere in their lives except their love lives. And if that is you, you're in the right place. So let's go ahead and dive into the, the deal here. And I'll also just say that there was definitely, I'd say even six months to a year when my husband and I first started dating, when I would feel this literally almost every weekend because we were kind of long distance and texting felt important because we weren't in each other's neighborhoods. And I experienced this a lot. So from personal experience and from teaching this to my clients, I know exactly this process and how you feel and what you should be doing. So I'm going to act like We're talking and you have this question, so let's just dive into it. Now, before I go over the questions to ask yourself, and I'll be asking them to you, is consider what phase of relationship you're in, all right? And this episode is really for the girlies that are in the getting to know you phase, all right? And that is the phase that is anything before you are committed, right? Your boyfriend, girlfriend, it's official, like you're exclusive, This is anything before then I really consider the getting to know you phase, all right? So if you're that kind of girly, you're getting to know each other, you're not exclusive, you're not committed yet, you both haven't agreed on it, all right, then this episode's for you. So if you were to come up to me and say, Claire, he hasn't texted, what do I do? Okay, so the first thing that you really want to ask yourself is, what is your relationship with your phone, (laughs) not with this person, but really what is your relationship with your phone? And I'll tell you straight up, when a client comes to me and they ask this question, the very first thing I look at is not just the situation, I zoom out and look at the whole person, all right? So how you relate to your phone tells me a lot and should tell you a lot about how you are feeling with anxiety in general, okay? Because I guarantee if you have an unhealthy relationship with your phone, you are not, it's a rich breeding ground for trouble when it comes to being in a romantic relationship. Because if you have an unhealthy relationship with your phone, and by the way, that's going to look like you go to bed with your phone, you sleep next to your phone, you wake up and you use your phone first thing, okay? That's, Those are gold standards for when I talk to clients, when they are doing those things, I already know that you're going to be set up for not feeling great in a relationship because uh, you're addicted to your phone. You're on your phone a lot. And so whether you do any of those things, if you're just on your phone a lot, and I guarantee you can look on your phone and look at how much you use it. And 
there's a direct correlation with girls that ask this question when he hasn't texted and how much they use their phone, all right? Uh, I know this within myself and also just with each and every client that I work with, they automatically feel better when they have a healthy relationship with their phone, straight up. So the first question you want to ask yourself is, what, are the, what is my relationship with my phone? Do I have healthy boundaries with my phone? Do I have a healthy attitude? All right, because if you do not have a healthy relationship, that tells me a lot about what you're doing and what you're thinking when you are not hearing from somebody. Okay, so that's question number one. Question number two that you want to ask yourself is, is it a rush of hormones? Is it dopamine that I am seeking or is it actual connection? All right. So it's this or that. Is it a rush of hormones or is it feeling like you are really connected to this person? All right. Because either you are responding to a hormone called dopamine. All right. And if you are constantly getting notifications and then we add this layer of, ooh, it's romance. If you are confusing attraction with hormones, then we have a, or I'm sorry, not even attraction, but if you're confusing attraction, which are hormones, often we think dopamine or that zing or that yummy feeling that we get when we get that text message, we confuse the rush of hormones of dopamine with actually connection. That is the most important thing. So are you just getting the zing? Are you getting the rush of hormones? Or are you actually excited from the connection with the person? All right? So really consider, is it the rush of hormones? Am I getting a dopamine hit? Or is it because I really am connected to this person? And there's so much research now with how phones and even dating apps are are like gambling, like the phone, your phone, by the way, whether you just the phone itself, if I have an iPhone, it's a thousand dollar iPhone, right? Or we open up a social media app like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. These companies spend billions, billions of dollars to get you to pay attention to this thing that is held in your hand. Literally, they're using billions of dollars to get your attention. And when we are in this environment where we have, we're constantly getting a rush of hormones, we are stimulated, we're overstimulated, that is not a good setup for a healthy understanding of what connection really is. Because a healthy relationship is about long-lasting connection. It's not about a short-term rush of hormones or dopamine. So get real with yourself. Do you actually have a connection with this person? Or, ooh, I am like just, I'm just kind of addicted to my phone and I'm, I'm feeling the rush of hormones. And I remember this phase of dating that I was in where I just wasn't feeling great. And if you are on dating apps and you're in that dating phase, I guarantee you know what I'm talking about, where it just all, I felt so overwhelmed. I felt kind of like numb and I just felt exhausted because I was constantly checking my phone, checking for texts, checking for messages. And after a while, if you're on those apps, like you want to take a break, but not because necessarily dating isn't working because I believe that you are just overstimulated with your phone and those rushes of hormones, your body can only handle so much. So ask yourself again, is it a rush of hormones that you're seeking or is it actual connection? Okay. 
question number three to ask yourself. And this, in fact, happened with a one-on-one client that I was working with the other day. And you want to ask yourself, is my cup full? All right? Is my cup full? Because honestly, when we are seeking external validation and somebody texting you that is not inside of you, that is outside of you, when you are seeking external validation to feel good about yourself or you, you need a little hit of, I like myself and somebody likes me, so therefore I like myself, when your cup is not full, you will be more susceptible to feeling and needing that somebody else needs to communicate with you, okay? Here's another way that you can know that. If you are fully confident, if you are 100%, I'm talking beyond, say, confident, T-Swift confident in yourself, would you even care? Would you even care if this person was texting you or not? And, and for some of us, you know, a lot of my clients also struggle with feeling deeply insecure that might feel totally foreign and that's okay, but just play with the idea. If you're really confident and this person, you're just getting to know them, would it, and, or if you knew, if it was guaranteed that you were going to meet your husband in the next two weeks, would you care? Would you care if this person didn't text you? Think about that. So ask yourself, is your cup full? Are you full of your own confidence? Are you full of your own self-esteem? Because I notice when women are not feeling full, whether it's self-confidence or just even another way to fill your confidence is with what brings you joy. So I was talking with this client and she was kind of in a predicament where the guy's not texting or he, he she was kind of getting back with a toxic person. And I asked her, well, like, what made you susceptible to this person coming back into your world? Right. You kind of decided before that he wasn't it. He's he's not it. And but somehow, you know, you went through a breakup and here he is. And all of a sudden you're open to it. And what we discovered, I asked her, well, what brings you joy? What are you doing every day that brings you joy? And she named like three things. Okay, she's like, oh, I love journaling. Good answer. I love going outside and being in nature, like going for a walk. Good answer. I love um, reading when I'm not too stressed out. Great answer. I'm like, okay. And she was like, that's, that's it. I can, all I can think of right now. And I said, oh, interesting. And then I said, well, wouldn't you like to be with somebody who's dynamic? She's a New York girly. So she loves people who are dynamic, who have a great job and volunteer and play an instrument and have trips to go places and you know, just like naming all these things that make people fun and interesting. And he plays golf with his buddies and he, you know, goes and does big brother, big brother, little sister stuff. And as I was kind of naming these things off, we realized that we want to be with somebody that has, that is, that is full and complete on their own, right? I'm going to guess that you do too. They're feeling full. They're complete. They have a very rich and diverse life right? They're well, they've got a wingspan. They've got a lot going on for them. And then we looked at her, (laughs) her three things. Okay. And by the way, going on walks, reading, journaling, all in fact necessary. All right. But think about it this way. We want to have a person that's like a five course meal, right? There are five courses and they're different flavors. And there's like, you know, a tasting menu that we go to Asia with some sushi. And then we go to Australia and have a steak, like all this diversity in the five course meal, right? And that's what we want in another person. That's the energy that we want. 
But over here, we're trying to cook a five-course meal with three ingredients. We got salt, pepper, and some month-old basil, <laughs> okay? When your cup is not full, it makes sense that you're seeking other flavors. You're, you're seeking external things to make you feel better. So the remedy is if your cup is not full, I recommend that you fill your own cup, all right? Get more diverse. Get more um, things underneath your belt, more things and ingredients in your pantry to make yourself feel better, to make yourself fill up and to feel full and feel satisfied with what you have. Because, I mean, and don't get me wrong, just like the walking, journaling, and reading, salt, pepper, basil can make a lot because really, we need those in cooking, honestly. But if we only have those three ingredients, it makes sense when we get bored with our food, all right? So are, is your own cup full? Is your own cup full? Keep asking yourself and get real with yourself. So for me, I noticed that when I was first dating, I was really dedicated to my yoga practice. And then I went into yoga teacher training. I was going to different studios. I was playing with meditation. Like I started filling my own cup with things that were interesting and fun for me. So, and I 100% know that was directly connected to me being able to be in an energy and a state where I was able to attract my then boyfriend, now husband. So I'm not, and by the way, you, ch you don't have to do yoga. Choose your own flavor. It's your own, choose your adventure, truly. But if you are not filling your own cup, it makes sense while you're getting all bent out of shape when he hasn't texted, okay? So the next question is to ask yourself, what phase am I in with this person? Now, if you paid attention, in the beginning, we said you're in the getting to know you phase, right? You're getting to know this person. And when you're in a phase of getting to know somebody, I say this with love, they do not owe you anything, all right? If you're not committed, they don't owe you anything. And honestly, the more important thing is you don't owe them anything. So when we enter these romantic explorations, we go in there with a lot of expectations, right? And that to me is a huge setup for failure. When you enter in a relationship and you have all these expectations and we're, uh, we're poking around and we're like, we're, we're unsettled. I am not, I don't have a green thumb, but my mom sure does. And I know from watching her plant things that when you plant a seed, it is so delicate. Like you can't just be poking it every day. You can definitely overwater it. You can underwater it. Is it getting enough sun? That beginning stage is so delicate. And getting to know somebody is delicate because you know you could be putting a lot of pressure on things, putting pressure on yourself. Most importantly, I notice that a lot, putting pressure on yourself and Really, this is all about honoring the phase that you're in, honoring the phase that you are in. You're getting to know them. And honestly, nothing terrible is going to happen if they don't text you for two days. I promise you, if, they're, if they are into you, they will pop back up. And I'll talk about the technique that worked for me, all right? So just remember the phase that you're in. Now, the other piece here, the fifth question is, are, are you assuming that they are going to act the same way that you do? 
Are you making an assumption that, oh, well, I can text back in five minutes or two minutes. I text back immediately, right? Are you expecting somebody to act the same way that you do? Now, with so much love, because this is going to get really clear on who I love supporting and who's not, you know, this may not be for you. If you have that type of expectation, I say this with so much love, that ain't going to work. That's not it, all right? Because the reality about our world and being in this world is that we are not all the same, okay? We are, we're not. We're diverse. And texting is a form of communication and not everybody communicates the way that you do. It is short-sighted to think that somebody it has the same availability has the same priorities that you do, okay? And that's not to say that you couldn't become a priority because remember, the question before this, what phase are you in? In a getting to know you phase, they don't owe you anything, right? So I see this sometimes and I think it's really important and, and if you resonate with this and you understand it, great. And if not, I still love you. And this is not gonna, none of my teachings are gonna really matter because if we can't understand that we are different, this is, the, the baseline of this, y'all, is respect, that somebody doing something different and, and honestly them not texting you after two days or two hours it's not it's not the end all be all all right how they communicate might be different and I'll tell you straight up my husband and I have very 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 different energies how we communicate how we process things that does not make me right and him wrong and him right and me wrong the ultimate thing is about respect so to make an assumption that somebody has the same way of being or behaving as you, you're really selling yourself short. So ask yourself, do you have that type of expectation that somebody acts the same way that you do? Okay. So those are the five questions. And here's the, here's the hot tip. Here's the tea that I did when I was in the getting to know you phase, waiting for him to text me. Honestly, I was getting to know other people. I wasn't sitting here twiddling my thumbs and waiting for him to text me because I was getting to know other people straight up. And I, that's literally a whole other podcast around um, being open with dating and dating multiple people. I live and die by that. And so if you're in the getting to know you phase, the whole point of the getting to know you phase in my eyes, and this is where I totally did it wrong for a, like 20 years. My, I'm not going to, well, I'm 40. I'll be 41 here soon. But I did that wrong in my whole dating repertoire. I was only fixated on one person at a time. And truly, ugh, I can't even express how that was just did not help me. <laughs> it did not help me. In fact, um, I felt it only hindered me with my experience and, and relationships. But getting to know you isn't just a singular thing. You, in, until you are committed with somebody, until you're exclusive, then it's open game. Get to know different people. Um, and so I can talk more about that in a different episode. But truly take time to ask yourself these questions. Re-listen to this episode. Say this episode. Because if you are not asking yourself in the getting to know you phase, um, what relationship am I, uh, am I in? With my phone, am I in? What's my relationship with my phone? Am I seeking a rush of hormones? Or am I actually seeking connection? Is my cup full? Do I feel fulfilled without anybody else honoring the phase that you're in? Okay, we're getting to know each other. I don't know. He doesn't owe me anything. I don't owe him anything. And are you assuming that people should act the same way you do? 
Okay. Those are five questions that you really need to be asking yourself when you're in that place where he hasn't texted. That This is the now what. That's what I would do. That's what you do, the, the five questions. So I hope this episode really helped. And the next episode is going to be all about when he's being distant. So that episode is going to be more for the girlies who are in a committed relationship and you're feeling like, uh, I don't know, he's he's not as close to me as I want or you're sensing things. So make sure to check that episode out. And if this resonated with you, I'd be honored if you left a review, you hit the like button and stay tuned. Stay tuned for more episodes because I love serving you in your relationships and dating and I believe in you. Mwah.